speaking of shifting gears without a clutch, um, some of you have no idea what that means, I realize. <laughs> Times, they are a-changing. Um, I, I, I so get a kick out of people. Over the past several weeks, um, a number of folks from this congregation have come to me and they've said, Pastor, you gave away the crosses on Mother's Day. What are you going to give away on Father's Day? And, and that's a perfectly good question to ask. What kind of hurts a little bit is that over that same period of time, only one person asked, Pastor, what are you going to teach on Father's Day? And that was Reuben, and I assume it's because he was charged with picking out the music. And he only asked after he first asked, what am I going to give? <laughs> okay? I got it. I understand. Um, as, I, as I think about, uh, about Father's Day, um, we are going to give away a, a special edition Father's multi-tool. Um, before I get to that, I want to talk a little bit about the whole multi-tool uh, revolution, if you will, or evolution. And I just want to go on record as saying um, I'm not really fond of the term multi-tool, uh, and we'll get to that in, in just a moment. But in, in my opinion, and you can disagree if you want to be wrong, but in my opinion, uh, the whole multi-tool, uh, it's Father's Day, come on, um, the whole multi-tool revolution kind of goes back to 1884 and the, and the Swiss Army knife invented to meet the needs, varying needs, of the Swiss Army. Get it? Swiss Army knife? All right. Then it moved to more modern times in 1910 when the Boy Scouts of America came from elsewhere and Boy Scouts of America started here. Shortly thereafter, knives, because a Boy Scout is what? Always prepared. Always prepared, and a, a knife is a part of always being prepared. But sometimes you need more than what just a regular knife will do. So the Boy Scout knife came into being, and it had, depending upon which one you carry, it had yeah, an awl, you know, to make extra holes in your belt, all right? I never quite got that one, okay? It had a can opener and a bottle opener both, neither of which have any use anymore. Uh, and it had a knife blade, which was usually dull enough that you didn't hurt yourself unless you tried. I did find a picture on the internet, and it was a little gruesome, so I decided not to show you, of a Boy Scout with a Boy Scout knife right here. Just millimeters from his brain, all right? He was fine, but apparently he sharpened his knife because mine never would have done that. <laughs> if you were, and some of you, some of you are old enough, you understand. If you were in Boy Scouts and your family had more means than the rest of us folks, your Boy Scout knife also had a spoon and a fork, <laughs> which I'm sure Tony was a rich kid. All right, which I'm sure which I'm sure never got washed and probably would have killed you if you ate with it, all right? But anyway, then in 1975, a young engineering student was touring Europe, and he was driving a Fiat 
that he bought when he got to Europe relatively very inexpensively, and he was staying in very inexpensive hotels. And his fiat was always breaking down, and the hotel's plumbing were, were always leaking. And he said, I wish I had a Boy Scout knife with pliers. Anybody want to guess what that guy's name was? Tim Leatherman. Tim Leatherman. And he thought, I will make such a tool. And he actually, engineering student, he made a little model out of cardboard with the different blades and, and implements that folded out. He came back to the United States after he toured Europe. This was 1974. He came back to the United States after he toured Europe. And he went to all the knife companies, including, who said Gerber? Including Gerber. And they said, that's a tool, not a knife. Why would we be involved in that? So he went to the tool companies, and they said, that's a knife, not a tool. Why would we be involved in that? So it took nine years, 1983, before he finally found an obscure mail order company. And no, it wasn't Sharper Image. They turned him down. An obscure mail order company that would sell his tool. He found an investor, a partner, and made 4,000 what eventually became Leatherman tools. That's why I don't like multi-tool because it's still a Leatherman to me no matter who makes it. In the first year, they sold 30,000 of them. Now, when you look up multi-tool, it is amazing what you find. I saw one on the Today Show that somehow you configured it and you could clamp it to hold your cell phone or your digital camera if you were watching a movie on it. All right? I found multi-tools that had fold-out USB drives. Uh, those are the urban multi-tools. I, I found them for fishing. They had a flay knife instead of a regular blade. I found them for climbing that had a carabiner you could hook on so that if you got stuck in a rock, you had something, I guess, to cut your arm off like that one guy did. I don't know. I found them targeting specifically people who are involved in shooting sports. There's one, there's actually a Leatherman AR. For those of you who know what an AR-15 rifle is, there's actually a Leatherman AR that has all the tools to adjust your AR. And get this, if you get the Leatherman AR, the case for your Leatherman AR doubles as a spare magazine holder for your 9mm. I mean, you got it all, folks. Anywhere from 10 bucks. This one right here, I forget the name of it, but it is a Leatherman tool. It is $169.95 at Cabela's. You notice the bits there, the screwdriver bits there, interchangeable bits. You got a little gut hook there uh, for skinning your game. Uh, it, it's just, those are, those are nose hair trimmers, I'm sure, there at, up at the top. <laughs> Now, friends, I have to confess, as I look at that picture, um, our special edition father's multi-tool is a little bit more low-tech. But I guarantee you, when it comes to fatherhood, it is every bit as useful as that $165 multi-tool. Uh, before I go into... I'm going to put this one down. Before I go into... Uh, talking a little bit more about how to use your multi-tool. I'm going to pass them out uh, so that you can um, 
be working with, or you can practice with me. Uh, how about Miranda, Mercedes, and Amber? Come here. Um, gentlemen, everybody 17 and older, gentlemen, raise your hands and make sure everybody gets one of those. All right? All right. Raise your hands, 17 and older. All the men, 17 and older. Now, friends, as I talk this morning, are you listening? Can you guys do two things at once? I guarantee you, I guarantee you, as I talk about the different ways to use your father's multi-tool, you will come up with ideas on your own as far as other ways you can apply this incredibly, incredibly useful tool. You guys all got them? Not today. How many we got left? None? None? All right. Okay. You can open them if you would. You need my knife to do it. I've got my knife on the belt here. Maybe you should have your kids open because you're taking way too long. Okay, you got it? I've got mine in my carrier here, all right? <laughs> this cost extra, okay? And mine has been used. Now, first I want to explain, and, and we're going to go through some of the applications, and I really encourage you to practice as we do, all right? So, because this is, this is on-the-job training. Um, first of all, I want to acknowledge that being a father is an incredible amount of hard work. Have any of you noticed that yet? It is an incredible amount of hard work. And some of you know that I'm not as young as I used to be. And when I work hard, I sweat. I often say I sweat like an old fat man because that's what I am. All right? But I hate it when I sweat and I get sweat bands like this nasty yellow stripe on my good hat. I hate it when I ruin my good hat. So the first use of the incredibly versatile special edition father's multi-tool is if you roll it up like this and then you tie it on like this and now when you're doing the hard work of fatherhood and you're sweating, you're not going to ruin your good hat. All right? I don't see very many of you. I see Neek trying it, but I think, uh, I think Gib's going to need it for the next one, but we'll cover that in a second. All right, I don't see... Uh, Ruben's practicing, all right? I don't want any gang wars here because we're showing colors here, all right? All right. Ruben used to wear one of those when he was in high school. Ruben can use the next one as well, all right? So that's the first one is a sweatband because being a father's a lot of hard work. Then if you back it off a little bit and you... Uh, and you do the whole do-rag thing, all right? That's kind of the same thing as you tie it on like this, and then you flip it back and you tuck it in. Now, now this application, this application is kind of similar to the sweatband, okay? Because you can keep the sweat out of your eyes while you're doing the hard work of fatherhood, all right? But, and you're not ruining your good hat, but you're sometimes, and I know you know what I'm talking about, being a father makes you want to pull your hair out. All right? So now you got your bald spot covered so you're not getting sunburn on your head. Okay? 
All right. So you got the, got the whole do-rag thing going. And uh, then we'll move down, and we're going to get a little bit serious here. If you roll it back up, I know this is complicated, but you guys can get it. Okay. In all seriousness, sometimes as a father, stuff happens that you wish wouldn't happen. And there's some stuff that you just don't want to see. All right? So... Your father's multi-tool is perfect for dealing with those things that come along as a father that you just don't want to see, all right? And you know what they are, okay? Then we have what I call the, the robber mask, all right? So you tie it on like this because sometimes as a father, there are things that you just don't want to smell, all right? <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, okay? Now, this application has many uses. How many of you have older children? Sometimes your older children are going to blow smoke, all right? <laughs> and this really helps when they start to blow smoke, okay? Now, I was going to have Spence pause the, the recording right now, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a chance that nobody will listen on the Internet. All right? The other application using the robber mask style is sometimes as dads, you wonder how you're going to pay the bills. I'm just saying, all right? Okay. Oh, the other one, if you take the robber mask... I don't see many of you doing this. If, if you take the robber mask and then you spin it around and drop it down, it becomes a fashion accessory. Because we all know that our kids are embarrassed at times by the way we look. So now we can be stylish. I told you, you're just amazed by this. Then, you know what, again, back to being serious. Sometimes, as a dad, there's just stuff that you shouldn't say. <laughs> and so, the gag is very helpful. <laughs> We're laughing at that. Okay. But, all right, hear me well. Dads, there is some stuff your kids should not hear you say. They should not hear you say trash about their mother. They should not hear you say that they will never amount to anything, that they're worthless, that they're stupid, that they're idiots. They should not hear you say that. Amen. All right. Had to be serious for a moment there. Oh, okay, can I take a breath here? Now, back to the multi-tool. Um, I, I usually carry one in my pocket at all times because sometimes as a dad... Oh, my daughter's here. Uh, and we, we've used this recently. Sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, no matter how hard we try, no matter how hard we try, we cannot protect our children from all the hurts that come their way. Sometimes your father's multi-tool just helps to wipe their tears, okay? I mean, they need that from us. They need us to be tender. Sometimes it hurts to be a dad, and we need it to wipe our own tears. When we experience a loss, when we see them make choices that we wish they hadn't, 
when we see them experience the consequences of the choices that they've made, when we see them reject our incredibly profound fatherly wisdom, (laughs) when we stand poised to walk them down the aisle, friends, keep your multi-tool handle tool handy I would recommend for special occasions like weddings you buy an upscale white version okay you probably would get the look if you bust this out there all right sometimes you need it to wipe your nose because in case nobody's told you your kids hate it when you go out in public with bats in the cave okay so dads use it all right, don't make me tell you, okay? Get out your real multi-tool, trim your nose hairs, and get the bats out of the cave, okay? Sometimes you need it to wipe their nose because you just got to do what you got to do, and this is better than your shirt sleeve. It's probably even better than their shirt sleeve, but that's a close second, all right? And then, can I be honest with you? I mean, let's be real, all right? In case I haven't been already. Sometimes you may need to use this to wipe their you-know-what, all right? And, and this is also better. I mean, you got to do what you got to do, and this is also better than your shirt sleeve for that, all right? I would recommend that you get a new one after that, all right? I've seen these laying in the woods, and I think that's what they were used for, all right? Oh, that was me. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) They're also phenomenal for emergency first aid. Uh, You may need to combine them with some additional essential father's tools. uh, But one is, I mean, combine it with a screwdriver, a stick, or whatever, uh, tie it, and you can make an incredibly effective tourniquet with it. Uh, because for me, my belt is so big, there's no way it works as a turnip for any, anything other than my waist, all right? Um, if you happen to have a larger wound, you can tie it around that. Works dandy for that. If you happen to have the misfortune of experiencing, or the good fortune, I should say, of experiencing an injury when you're with another father who also has his multi-tool, you can combine the two of them together, and they make a pretty good improvised sling, all right? <laughs> I mean, friends, can you believe this? All this for only $19.95, and I'm giving it to you for free. Then if you have your knife, your father's multi-tool, and some duct tape, and I've done this, they make a great bandage, all right? You just cut off a little square, grab a piece of duct tape, wrap it around there, and you're good to go. Now, I will tell you is... Don't use it for a Band-Aid after you've used it for this or the other, all right? Because I know some of you got a wicked infection from doing that, all right? So, I mean, the nose, not the other thing, but that's disgusting, okay? Now, lastly and most important, you can use this. Some of you got gypped because you got a camel one, all right? But those of you who got a nice white one or a red one. But even the camel will work if you use it effectively. These are incredibly effective 
in signaling for help. <laughs> All right? I mean, even if you're, what's that? <laughs> he does, and he should, uh, which we'll get to that. I mean, if you're out in the middle of nowhere and you're raving this around, people will notice. Now, friends, I have had the incredible privilege of meeting an awful lot of great fathers, many of whom are in this room and represented by this room. But I have never met a father who was so good, who was so phenomenal as a father, that he did not need help to be his best. Guys, you need to wave for help, all right, from the mother of your children. And not just when you have daughters and it's girl stuff, all right? <laughs> you need help from the mother of your children. You need help from perhaps your dad, from other fathers whom you respect. And most importantly, and most seriously, you need help from the creator of your children, the Heavenly Father. Guys, it's a woman saying, okay, it, when, I, when I talk to God face to face, which I fully expect to do, I'm going to ask about this. In Genesis chapter 4, verse 1, Eve says, With the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. You know what? Why didn't he have a guy say that? Granted, women, I understand, he didn't, guys didn't do the whole carrying this baby for nine months and all that that does. Got that. But you know, guys, we need to understand that it is with the help of God we have the privilege of being fathers. And we can never be the most effective father we can without his help because it was his idea in the first place. There's a verse in Psalm 91. And it says, He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? Guys, I don't care whether it's potty training, whether it's driver's training, whether it's parent training, we need his help. And he promises in his word, if we will signal for help, if, as Leah said, we will swallow our pride and say, I need help. He says, I will answer him. I will be with him. I will deliver and honor him. I will satisfy him. I will show him my salvation. I'm going to read all of Psalm 91 for you because the whole thing is just power-packed. <clears throat> Guys, I pray, I hope that this describes us. If it hasn't up to this point, I pray that it will from here forward. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. 
I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save me from the fowler's snare, from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you make the most high, if you, if you make the most high your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you. No disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Listen, guys, because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? I wonder, as I close in prayer, how many of you will raise your multi-tool and say, Lord, help me? Let's pray. (sighs) Father, I'm waving the flag. Not the flag of surrender in giving up but I'm waving the flag that surrenders my pride that surrenders my stubbornness that surrenders my foolish independence and saying Lord I need your help yes my kids are grown yes my kids are just infants whatever's true of us Father whatever stage of life we're in even those who are not yet fathers but will be someday Father, the truth of the matter is we need you and we need to call on you to be our helper. We need to say, Lord, I love you and I want to be the father you created me to be. Thank you, Father. Thank you for being our heavenly father and showing us what it's truly like. Thank you for being a father to those who right now don't have a father. Thank you for being a father to those who had a father who did not set a good example. Thank you for giving us the strength to try to do the best that we possibly can with the awesome responsibility you've entrusted to us. Thank you for being more than any multi-tool could ever do in terms of being here to support us, to uplift us, and encourage us. Thank you, Father. Amen.